You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com We're Eagle Auburn fans and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross country and track and field news and discussion. I'm your host Jessica and tonight Kyle and I are here to discuss the Razorback Invitational from January 31st and February 1st. Is it just me or every time I hear the word Razorback, I think of barbecue and delicious pork and things of that nature? Is that just me? Yeah, that is just you. Come on. Somebody out there has got to be thinking. I thought you were going to say that woo pig suey crap. First of all, one of the most ridiculous battle cries in all of college athletics. No, literally. Woo pig suey. Razor. (laughs) One more time. (laughs) Please do that one more time. No, it just kind of happened organically, and now you made me feel bad about it. Oh, my gosh. Well, we're like 30 <laughs> seconds, and then we're already off the rails. Barbecue and pig stores. There you go, folks. <laughs> so, Kyle, Razorback Invitational. We talked a little bit about this last week. Right. This is a big meet. Yeah, it's the creme de la creme of, I guess, uh, SEC competition in regular season competition, just because Razorbacks, Arkansas, are very... Good in this area yes. of college athletics. Not yes. that they're really good at anything else. Hey, but they're good at track and field, so more power to them. That's, that's very true. So, so Everybody's got to be good at something, right? We sure. can't all be football and basketball You know, schools. I mean, we've got football, obviously, and basketball now. Actually, we've got a lot of things. Equestrian. You know, you know equestrian, gymnastics. gymnastics, golf. I mean, we've got, oh, yeah. we are in everything school, all, the, you know, all these things. Arkansas, they have their track and field. Vanderbilt uh, has their academics. Alabama has football. Alabama has Walmart. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) I love you. I've derailed us way too much. You have. So back to this meet. So the Razorback Invitational, it's a big deal. So it had a highly competitive field, which we have talked about. Had six men's teams and seven women's teams that are ranked in the top 25. So that's that's pretty impressive. It is. I mean, it, it goes back to what we always talk about in college athletics. The SEC is just a different place. Now, there are areas of the country that seem to do very well, in particular athletics. Uh, obviously, when you think about track and field, we think of Arkansas, but you think out to Oregon as well. They are Absolutely. very good at that. But it still goes to show you that the competition level in the SEC is just really, really high. Yeah. So let's talk about some overall, like, great wins for Auburn. I love it. And then we can get into all the results, okay? So I'll start with the women. So out of the 13 teams that competed, Auburn placed 11th. Um, But we have a great win. Maddie Malone truly won, placed first, got the gold medal in the women's weight throw with a toss of 21.92 meters. And I think she was my pick, wasn't wasn't she for she this? Was. You know, I mean, look at me over here, just calling my shot. You know, from downtown, Maddie Malone 
winning the whole dang thing, bringing home the gold. Yeah, she did phenomenal. So talk about the men because you'll get to my pick in just a second. That's very true. It's, it's like we know what we're talking about after. Can you believe it? After four seasons of Tiger Tracks, we're actually getting good at predicting some of these oh, things. I mean, it's a miracle. Next show, we'll have nothing right, though. That's uh, all right. For the men, we placed 10th out of the 14 teams competing. So 13 were competing for the women. 14 teams for the men, all SEC teams there. I, well, I guess they all probably weren't SEC teams, no, were they? you just made that up out of I your just, you know, I see 14. It's at an SEC school, so I assume we're all there. But not everybody has a track and field team. Correct. Regardless, for our uh, overall highlights for the men, Christopher Grant placed second in the men's 60-meter finals with a time of 6.64 seconds. James Corson got a PR in the pole vault for the men, but also placed second with a, a vault of 5.2 meters. And then Kyle Brown, always a good name, <laughs> PR'd in the men's weight throw with a throw of 19.03 meters. That's your men's highlights. And my pick last time was James Corson. So not only did he get a silver medal, right. which is what you care about, right. he got a PR, which is what I care about. This is the balance of this show. You care about the PRs. I care about the bling, bling, bling. So we got three blings in this one. One gold and two silvers. And we got two PRs. And may I point out as well? That the men, again, lead the way in terms of getting medals. Now, Maddie Malone just, you know, is going to throw the gold up in their face and say, hey, why don't y'all come get you some of this? <laughs> but still, I think two silvers kind of equals a gold, wouldn't we say? Uh, no, but it's still impressive. It is. And I'm not mad about it. So let's get into all of the results now. Let's start with the women. So we had the women's 60 meters. So we had Destiny Charles. She ran a time of 7.73 seconds and placed 14th out of 25 runners. Hope Igbenogany ran a time of 7.74 and placed 15th, so right behind Destiny. And then finally we had Patrice Moody who ran a time of 7.80 seconds and placed 20th out of the 25 athletes. A new name here. We haven't seen Patrice Moody before. No, we have not. And she... Competed in quite a few events. So she also competed in the women's 200 meter, which we're going to talk about now. So there were 50 athletes that competed in this event. So quite a few heats of this. I was going to say, how many, can you try to do some quick math Well, there? if there's only eight lanes on the track, so oh that head. would be seven heats. Oh gosh, so much math right now. This yeah, is... yeah. So anywho, we had Destiny Charles. She placed 15th out of 50. That's amazing. Um, with a time of 24.14 seconds. Followed by Myra Mack with a time of 24.58 seconds and a 29th place finish. Patrice Moody again with a time of 25.24 seconds and a 43rd place finish. And Hope Igbenogany with a 45th place finish and a time of 25.3 seconds. So I'm just trying to take something from these two races we've talked about here. Something I've noticed with two of our athletes, for instance. And again, this is just based on speculation, what we can gather from the stats and commentary about it. Uh, without being at the meet. But based off of these two, these are two sprinting events. One's yes. a little bit longer than the other. I would say off of this, it seems like Destiny Charles is more suited for the longer sprints in terms of she had a better performance in the 200 meter, whereas Hope Bigunogany would be a little bit better at the quicker sprints. Correct. And so I just think that's a really interesting dynamic there just to kind of look and see who is who gets better yep. as the distance kind of carries on, but who can have that more just 
burst of speed right at the beginning. <laughs> Granted, I wish de- y'all could see Kyle's arm motions of how I'm picturing him and what he thinks people come yeah, out of the blocks like. Doing it right now for yeah. this. Yeah, y'all are missing it. That I'm is sorry. like one of the few things I hate about podcasting is you cannot see the faces we make and the hand motions. We should start like live videoing us and putting it on uh, the Instagram. That's just too much for me right now. <laughs> oh, okay. We could well, why someday. don't we talk about the women's 400? All right, we'll move on to the 400. Uh, we had two competitors in this. Myra Mack led the way out of 22 competitors. Uh, well, not led the way, but she was 13th out of 22 with a run of 56.05 seconds. Also, Jennifer Dietrich with a time of 56.74 seconds and 20th out of 22 athletes. So just a little sidebar. This is the fastest 400 that I've seen this far in indoor season. So the I, I hate to use the term slowest, so I'm doing air quotes, but the slowest athlete finished in under 58 seconds. That's a big deal for the women's 400. So this was an extremely competitive women's 400. Very not Well, and it goes back to what we talked about earlier. This yeah. is the Arkansas Invitational. They're going to invite the best here. Exactly. And speaking of inviting, so the women's mile. I just want to preface this. So there was an Invitational, and then there was the Open. So we've seen this before where there's a section where it's invite only. Not everybody can compete in it. So it's the top of the top. Mm -hmm. So Joyce Camelli competed in the women's 1600 meter invitational. Faith Bett competed in the open, which means your coach can put you in it. So I just thought that was very interesting. So you can go ahead and talk about it. Well, I mean, so help us, you know, laymen of track and field understand. So I don't know a ton about this. Thanks for pointing that out. Um, I'm just going to assume... Your invitational is going to be the top of the top. Right. It's kind of like in golf. What is that thing that Tiger Woods always wins? Uh, the Masters or the something something? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll go There's with the golf Masters. people wringing their hands yeah, right probably. now. Yeah, probably. I know nothing about golf. I shouldn't have used golf as an example. Football. There were like so many other it. options I there got for this. you. Wait, I you got chose it. golf. Yeah, that was terrible. Um, I don't know why I was thinking about Tiger Woods, too. Anyway, the SEC Championship for okay. football. Okay. Not every team gets to go. Yeah, but not they, everybody gets chosen to go. Well, nobody gets chosen. They compete for it. Correct. Just like this. You have to have, I'm sure, a time under a certain mark. You have to be the top of the top to be in the Invitational. Is, is this mainly, do they have an open Invitational simply because of there's so many people wanting to compete in this event and they cannot invite everybody into the actual counting competition, maybe? That kind of where we're going? Thought you heard me say, I don't know a lot about this. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to speculate here. I don't know. Invitational is a big deal, and it's an honor to be invited. Okay, well, then I'll go through some of the stats from the 1600 meter or the mile, as Jessica pointed out. Correct. Math is hard, y'all. Uh, for the invitational time for Joyce Camelli, she finished sixth out of the 11 competitors with a time of 4 minutes 38.9 seconds. We'll move into the open competitor one there for us faith bet four minutes 59.1 seconds for 10th out of 33 of those competitors so only 11 got invited to the invitational that's really interesting it is and it's interesting that it was 11 not eight considering there's eight lanes on the track and i know that it's a waterfall start not a lane start for a 1600 but it is still interesting that they would pick 11 real quick again waterfall and lane we haven't talked about it lately i just like oh okay okay so lanes are in the sprinting events, you know, where you start in blocks. Right. And the lanes are staggered across the track. Right. As to where each person Because starts. if you're on the outside, you technically run a You're longer, running farther. So right. you start further along the track. So a waterfall start is you're not in a lane. You're just jammed up in there. And there's a small arc on the track 
of the people at the top are a little bit farther ahead because they're going to be running at the top. So waterfall starts are usually more chaotic. Um, there's not... I love chaos, though. Oh, I don't. They they just make my heart just jump out of my chest. <laughs> um, but there's also not an order for who lines up usually. Usually it's just get on the line. Good luck. Well, I mean, you know, I think that goes to the contrast here, which you, you and I like. You like PRs, non-chaos. I like bling bling and chaos. That's just that's fair. how it goes here. All right. So the women's 3,000 meters. So we had Abby Zane. She ran a time of 10 minutes, 3.3 seconds for a ninth place finish out of 17 athletes. Hannah Tarwater, she placed 14th with a time of 10 minutes, 16.6 seconds. And Gigi Maddox placed 16th with a time of 10 minutes, 18.1 seconds. All familiar names from our cross-country uh, yeah. time here this last season. And first time we've seen these competitors compete in this event based on our you know stats that we have here uh, out of all of the indoor competition thus far. Yeah, absolutely. So next we had some field events. Let's move on to the women's long jump. My girl Natasha. So she did not actually compete, but that was a good shout out to her. Well, I mean, we're going to talk about her later. We are. We're going to talk about her in the pentathlon. But... For the women's long jump, we had Sarah Little. She placed 20th out of 23 athletes with a jump of 5.53 meters. And then Imani Jones jumped 5.36 meters with a 22nd place finish. So Imani uh, improved from her last meet, but not it's not been her best jump this season so far. Correct. Based on what I'm looking at here. Uh, and then it looks like this is probably Sarah Little's... N- Definitely not her best jump thus far. Again, this, the, but not not far off. So her best jump this year has been five point five four meters. She's so, been pretty consistent. Five point five meters. You know, yeah. within you know very close of each other. So consistency sometimes will help you win the day. Uh, we'll keep moving on here. We'll talk about the women's triple jump again. Imani Jones eleven point seven nine meters for sixteenth out of sixteen in the triple jump. Uh, the women's shot put, we had three competitors. Tori McKinley with 6th out of 14th throw of 14.98 meters. Mara Hualt with a throw of 13.99 meters for 10th out of 14. And Jocelyn Budwig, 13.94 meters for 11th out of 14. So moving on to the women's weight throw, we had Maddie Malone, who we already talked about, placing 1st out of 21 athletes with a throw of 21.92 meters which is her best of the season. I'm not sure if it's a PR overall, but it seems like it would be. Well, it seems like they would have pointed that out in, you know, the information about the meet, that if it had been a PR, you know, because PRs go back to their last season, or are we talking about just this season? No, no, no. goes back. I mean, it's obviously a PR for this season, but that doesn't mean overall. So anyway. And think about it, too. I mean, I know that you compete at every meet your best, but to me, in my mind, it seems like, you kind of, you don't hold back, but you don't do every bit of strength that you have until the very end what? of competition. Like, I just, would no, you? No, you're so wrong. Good try, though. I'm just, that's the way I try to think about it with this. That's terrible. So you, that's as a why... football player and as a kicker, you would kind of not make some of those extra points because it's not the end of the season? Well, so here's the thing is, and I'm just, again, this is me as a non-track and field person trying to, trying to, <laughs> the face she's giving me right now, trying to understand this. When you play a game like football, you don't know that you're going to get another play in. Exactly. You, you don't know that you're going to get an, guaranteed no, another competition. You're not because you could get injured at any moment. 
and more moreover to not strain yourself too much until the very end of competition lord help our children because i'm gonna push them and kyle's gonna be like no just sit back and knit no it's no fine. that's not what i'm saying <laughs> Keep going. Okay, so next we had Danielle Gregory. She placed 18th out of 21 athletes with a throw of 15.64 meters, followed by Mara Hualt with a throw of 15.62 meters and a 19th place finish. All right, let's talk about the women's pentathlon. So we did have two athletes this time, which is shocking because I expected just Natasha Jordan. Well, I mean, Natasha's been doing this for a while, she so has. we've got to start building up the next generation of athletes 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 oh that's tough anywho uh. so we had natasha and kiera mccarroll so remember the pentathlon is obviously five events pent meaning five. Oh, the geometry lessons oh, we, yes. we get math and geometry Here all in we one go. day oh my goodness so this is made up of an 800 meter run 60 meter hurdles High jump, long jump, and shot put. So mostly field events. I'm just tired. Other than that, 800. So Natasha placed eight out of 17 athletes with a total of 3,865 points. We won't get into the point scoring because I don't know a whole lot about it. I do know that the higher you place, the higher your score is in each event. Um, I think 1,000 points is about as close as you can get. That would make sense. As high as you can get. Well, I mean, think about it this way, too. I mean, no one's going to be perfect in this event, I think. Correct. But, I mean, unless you just place first in all the events of the pentathlon. Yeah, maybe so. So, I would suspect that unless you are just absolutely dominant, you're not hitting a thousand But I think there is something. Somebody out there listening, help me. Because there is a certain mark that you have to hit with each event. Mm Mm-hmm. Regardless of if you place first or not, if you don't get that minimum mark, you're not going to get the highest points that possible. That makes sense, yeah. So if everybody, you know, sucks it up in the 800 meter, <laughs> nobody's going to get a ton of points. So there is like a minimum mark that you have to meet. And however far you are from that standard deviation, that's how many points away you are from that. Hot Geometries, standard deviation, numbers. This is just making my head hurt right yeah, now. Yeah, so let's just read some things and then move on quickly well, before people yeah, have questions. I would like to say this before you read them off. I would say this, that I'm very impressed for the first pentathlon or any athlon that we've seen in indoor competition for Natasha. She places, uh, what was it? I'm missing it right here. What place did she get? Eight, Eight. out of 17 athletes. Yeah. That's a great start yep. for your first competition. I agree. On the, on the, in the Arkansas Invitational. Exactly. With the highest competition we've seen yet this mm-hmm. season. So for the 800 meters, she ran a time of two minutes, 30 seconds. It's actually like two minutes, 29.92 seconds, but two and a half minutes for a total of 693 points. 60 meter hurdle. This is actually her highest scoring event. She ran a time of 8.7 seconds for 974 points. Her next highest scoring event was a high jump. She jumped 1.72 meters for 879 points. Long jump, she jumped 5.54 meters for 719 points. And then finally, shot put, she threw 11.18 meters for a total of 607 points. So that's how she got that 3,865 points. And we'll talk about how Kiara McCarroll did here real quick. And I'll go through her list and give you where she placed in all her points total together at the end here. The 800 meter um, run, she did a time of 2 minutes, 31.5 seconds for 674 points. The 60-meter hurdles, 9.11 seconds, 887 points. The high jump, 1.54 meters for... Ooh, there's that number. Yeah, you're afraid of it. 660... Wouldn't you be afraid of this number? My goodness, 666. Oh, um, oh, I need to go bathe now. 
Uh, the long jump, 5.18 meters, 609 points. And then the shot put, 11.50 um, meters, 628 points, which gives her a 15th out of 17th place and 3,464 points. Yes, very, very good. Very good. All right, let's talk about my men bringing home some silvers and some PRs. That's what I'm talking about, my boys. Uh, the men's 60 meter, we had Christopher Grant, who we've already mentioned with the run of 6.64 seconds, getting him a silver and second place finish in the finals of that event. Very good run for him overall and his best run to date. I yes. mean, it's very, very impressive. Uh, the men's two, oh, actually, we'll give you a couple of other runners here in this event. Jason Reese with a time of 6.95 seconds, 18th out of 33. And Merrill Parker, 6.98 for 20th out of 33 competitors. So moving on to the men's 200 meters. So there were 41 athletes competing in this race. So Brandon Smiley placed 12th with a time of 21.28 seconds. And Giovanni Murray placed 28th with a time of 21.93 seconds. So I don't remember talking about Giovanni Murray. I re- have we talked about Brandon somewhere else? In we have. Kind of so Brandon Smiley competed. Um, he competed in the 300 meter before. He's competed in other ath- in other events and meets. You for almost us. said Athlon Elite. I or did. Like you that. heard it. <laughs> Giovanni, yeah, it's a new name. So that's two new names: one for the men and one for the women that we haven't talked about yet this yeah. season. So moving on to the men's 400 meter, we had Nathaniel McRae place 22nd out of 22 athletes with a time of 51.05 seconds. Three new names now. Is that have um, we talked about Nathaniel before? I think we have. Yes, in the men's three. I was about to say we just didn't. We just talked. Yeah. Come on, Kyle, get it together. Uh, the men's sixteen hundred meter, another familiar name here, Tommy McDonough, did not did run not it. Good here, try, I'm, though. I'm used to talking about all of these cross country people together, and that's why I just start reading them all together. One competitor here, one of the Rogers brothers in sixteen hundred meters. Uh, he got a time of 4 minutes, 15.8 seconds for 19th out of 23. So that was Evan Rogers. You Evan. actually didn't say his name. Uh, well, I didn't say <laughs> You said one they, of the Rogers brothers. They go together. Come they on. They do. But so Evan. I'm, I'm sure Jack and Evan would like to be differentiated just a little bit here. Yeah. Uh, the men's 3,000 meter, two competitors, Tommy McDonough now, uh, with a time of 8 minutes, 26.5 seconds for 11th out of 33. Yeah, Very good that's run. That's a great finish. Jack Rogers, the other Rogers brother. With a time of 8 minutes, 29.7 seconds for 15th out of 33. So pretty w- good for both yeah. of them. And it looks like they probably were running together a little bit. I probably. mean, there's three-second differential there. Um, so they weren't super close, but probably... And that's if they were in the same heat. That's that's true. I guess you have to kind of factor that in here, yeah. too. It's not, I'm still thinking cross-country-wise. Got to yeah. get my mind out of that. That's all right. And maybe I just can't imagine them putting 33 athletes on the track at one time. So moving on to the field events, Kyle's favorites. So the men's 60-meter hurdles, we had Craig Clark with a run of 8.34 seconds, which is his best this season, and a 17th place finish out of 20 athletes. So next we had the men's high jump with nine competitors. We had Dontavious Hill placed seventh with a jump of 2.06 meters. And that's his best of the season thus far. Nope. Looking at it, no, no, oh six. Those numbers getting yeah. in the way. Oh six, not. Two, I was thinking two point six. Yeah. So definitely not his best of the not season. Not his best, but his second best. There you go. Not too bad on that one. Yeah. 
The men's pole vault, James Corson, we talked about already, 5.20 meters for a second place finish out of seventh. And a PR. And a great PR for Jessica. Can't fail to mention that <laughs> one. And the men's long jump, one competitor, Merrill Parker, 7.02 meters for 15th out of 21 competitors. And moving on to the men's triple jump, we had Khalil Hassan with a jump of 14.83 meters and a ninth place out of 15 athlete finish. And finally, to round us out, we had the men's weight throw. We had Eric Ebel with a fourth place finish out of 12 athletes and a throw of 19.07 meters. And Kyle Brown followed behind him with a fifth place finish, his PR of 19.03 meters. I see you, Kyle, representing over there. Right? I see you. Now, let's just do one better here. Let's get you a placement next time. Bring home, bring me some medal. Oh bring Kyle the Kyles home some uh, silver, gold, or bronze next time. You want the bling. I want the bling. You want the numbers. That's all it amounts to. That's fair. So Auburn actually has a break week. So I think that we can see some more medals because they're going to have some rest time. Yes. So I gave who my pick that I'm looking forward to first last week. So it's your turn, Kyle. Why are, why are you going to What is the athlete that you are looking forward to seeing compete next meet? I would like to see Dontavious Hill. Okay. Kind of, you know, I, I just we haven't had a lot of opportunities to celebrate a lot. We, obviously, we all, always celebrate an athlete's performance for Absolutely. us in the orange and blue, no matter what. But I would like to see. Not, I'm not even talking medals. I'm just I'm talking a PR. I'm talking something to really stand out. Yeah. For. So I want Dontavious Hill with Noah not being there anymore to right. compete in the long or the, the high jump with him. I'd like to see him step it up and take a, you know, a diff- make himself known next meet in Clemson. Okay. Well, I am looking forward to seeing Natasha Jordan. I think this is her first athlon that we've seen this season, the pentathlon. So next she should do um, the heptathlon. Heptathlon. <laughs> what words did you just make I up? tried to combine a bunch of athlons yeah. into so one. So anyway. Um, no, she may stick with the pentathlon, but anyway, I am all about these Renaissance athletes that can do multiple events because that was never me. And I respect the heck out of somebody that is just, I mean, that's like being a superstar athlete. If you can do jumps, like both long jump and high jump and throw something and launch yourself over hurdles and run, like that's amazing. And you're the Bo Jackson of track and field. And you have to basically, you, you not only have to train yourself in one area, your muscles in one area. So for instance, obviously, you know, distance runners, yeah. their bodies are going to be shaped or trained to be a certain way as opposed to a thrower. Because right. they're obviously going to need a lot of upper body strength. But and also think about her training schedule and the rigorous like schedule that she would have to maintain to be able to train for five separate events. And like these are not like simple little events. Like, okay, running is very difficult, but I'm just saying you're probably not going to injure yourself. Launching yourself over a hurdle, you could significantly injure yourself. Well, we know you could. No, I wouldn't. I would, yeah, I'd probably die. I'd need like <laughs> facial reconstruction surgery at a minimum. So I'm just saying, Natasha is my pick. So that's all we have for this week. Like I said, Auburn has a break week. So we don't come back until February 14th and 15th when they go to the Tiger Paul Invitational at Clemson. So, Kyle, if people are desperate to talk about track and field in the interim, where can they find you to talk about it? You can find me on Twitter at TigerEye24. And you can find me on Twitter at Jessica Loomis RN. So thanks for joining us this week. War Eagle. War Eagle.
Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to e2cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?